0: I have no idea what's on the other side. I have no idea who I've become at the end of this. I have no idea if this is going to feel really good or it's going to make me sick. I don't know where my family will be. I don't know what's next. Hello, my love, and welcome back to the Shamelessly Ambitious podcast. This is episode 134. And if it sounds to you as though I'm completely stuffed up, you would be accurate. <laughs> I am irritatingly so coming to you to record this episode. after. Actually, I'm on my fourth full week of being sick. I feel better today, knock on wood, (laughs) than I have, but I have literally been sick for an entire month, the entire month of December so far, plus quite a bit of November as well. It has been wild. I've been in the hospital. I have been on and off with fevers. I've had days where the cough was so bad. You couldn't hear me. I've coughed up blood. It has been the wildest past few weeks. And unfortunately, it has not just been me. My family has been riddled with sickness. My kids, my mother who's staying with us, my husband, my kids and my mom are thankfully feeling a lot better. My husband and I are still trailing behind trying to get ourselves back. Like I said, I'm feeling better today, which is one reason why I'm coming in to record this podcast, but also I have been wanting to record this podcast for a couple of weeks. In full transparency, I am a bachelor by nature. I like to get things done in advance if I can, not always, because I'm also been in in-the-moment gal. That's definitely a, a a little juxtaposition that I deal with on a day-to-day basis. But I do like to pre-record my podcast, not only for me, but because it supports my podcast manager and her workflow as well. And I simply have not been able to. I'm so grateful that the sickness didn't come During my releasing the wounds of success series, and I was able to record all of those amazing interviews and podcasts. If you have not listened to all the episodes, I highly suggest that you do, but I was able to do all that before I got sick, which I'm so grateful for. And I wanted to come today, no matter what, to record this podcast because I have some really important things to share and there's going to be a lot of vulnerability. Surprise, surprise. I know you're not surprised at all. (laughs) And. I'm also probably going to cough throughout this podcast. I also have a cough drop-in to try and prevent too many coughs on here, but we'll see what we can do. Also, my podcast manager can do some editing if we need to. But I'm here in the raw, in the real, completely vulnerable, and I'm here to talk about some things that I think are incredibly important. First and foremost, little logistical stuff. I hope that you loved the Releasing the Wounds of Success series. I know I did. I really deeply enjoyed that entire experience. I keep re-listening to some of those episodes. Those women were absolutely phenomenal. And I'm so abundantly grateful for their transparency and their vulnerability. And so again, I invite you to go back and re-listen if you have not yet. Those episodes are truly life-changing. And throughout those episodes, you might have heard me talking about my new mastermind, Redefine, which begins in February of 2024. And I'm so excited to announce that we have four of those beautiful spots filled, and I'm only opening two more spots. I really value masterminds that are intimate, not only as a client, but as a mentor. For me particular, the containers that I create, particularly my high-level mastermind containers, are so individualized, and I put so much emphasis and energy on each person individually. Within this particular mastermind, you get multiple one-on-one calls, You get multiple reviews from me. Obviously we've got the group calls, which happen on a weekly basis. There's a lot of energy that gets poured into this space. And so it's important for me that it's intimate enough that I can really individualize and curate the experience. So we officially only have two spots left, which is crazy. And if you have not heard enough about this mastermind, which I'm sure you've heard a lot, I need you to understand that understanding who you are, what you believe in, what you stand for, how you operate, helps you to understand how you do business. Understanding why you do what you do, why you think the way you think. All of those impact the actions that you take inside your business. And that's one really big reason behind why I created Redefine. I am still (laughs) tired of seeing so many business containers being strictly about the strategy for business. Now, don't get me wrong. I think it's so important. But we have to understand that our ability to understand ourselves and to break through, as you've heard multitude of times, the wounds of success is literally our ability to receive more, right? I do everything through this holistic view because it is so imperative. It is so imperative. If you do not have the tools to make the strategy stick, then the strategy doesn't matter. And so inside this mastermind, I'm not only getting behind the scenes in your business and supporting your business, of course, which I will always do, but I'm supporting you as a human first. We are having emotional processing calls. I'm digging into your particular wounds of success so I can help to break those down for you and help you to truly move past them in a way that they no longer hold you back. Because again, this is for all of us, myself included. It's the work that I continuously get to do because I'm aware of myself. And so this mastermind to me really sets the tone for A new era of doing things differently where we are focused on flexibility in our mind, flexibility in our business. My ultimate goal, my sort of trademark desire when it comes to being a therapeutic business coach is that I support women in building sustainable businesses that can continue to grow over time seamlessly. And to me, sustainability is the art of continuing to get better in life and in business with less effort. Continuing to get better in life and in business with less effort. And that's the lens with which I'm going to look at every single business of the women who are inside this mastermind is helping to support them in their sustainability in life and business so they can do it easier. So they can enjoy their lives more. So they can be present and fulfilled in what they're doing where contentment is truly the name of the game. And so this is my final invitation. This podcast is airing the week of Christmas and it is the very end of the year and doors are closing on the the 1st of January. Doors are closing. So that'll be your last chance to get in. So make sure that you apply. We can hop on a call. We can figure out if this is the right fit for you. Those are my logistics, okay? But the truth is, the conversation I want to have with you today is incredibly, I want to say unscripted, but I do everything relatively unscripted. Incredibly raw. As I mentioned, I've been sick for a long time, unfortunately. And usually it's during these times when I would be doing my end of year planning. And I do this, it's really a five day practice. And I had set it in my calendar and I've set it in my calendar and readjusted it three separate times, to which I've never been actually able to do what I wanted to do. So again, I wanted to come to this podcast and record this having already done all of the the processing, the reflecting, the reviewing, all the things so that I could come in here and give you all my lessons and all my ahas and all my moments of awareness. But I'm not doing that. (laughs) And I'm not doing that because I haven't done any of those things. And I do still intend to do those things. In fact, we sent an email out, my team and I sent an email out with my entire end of year process. It's the same protocol that I've been doing for several years. And if you want it, simply shoot me a DM right now new year. Send me the DM, new year, and I will send you this entire protocol that I do. And ultimately, it's a five-day reset, if you will, where I set about reflecting for two full days. And I have specific questions that I ask myself. I have specific actions that I take. I have a celebration day. Same thing, specific questions that I'm asking myself, specific ways that I celebrate. And then I have two days that are all about projection. So really looking at the next year, I'm scripting, same thing, asking certain questions of myself. And doing some of my quarterly planning. And it's my favorite. I love it. I'm a Virgo through and through. So this is like my fucking Super Bowl and I'm not able to enjoy it, which is incredibly irritating. And the reason why this is an interesting podcast to record is because I'm having some ahas in my life and in my business. I am one of those people who firmly believes that everything is happening for us. And This can be very irritating, let's be really honest, but I cannot imagine that I am feeling the way that I'm feeling for so long for no reason, and this is the vulnerable part. I would like to be able to tell you that I am not burning out. I would like to be able to tell you that all is well, and I'll be great, and I'll pick myself back up. But being sick for this long and uselessly sick, not just I've got a cold, I can do a little bit here and there. I have been down and out, unable to move on multiple occasions. And each of those times, it was impossible not to witness certain patterns that I've had throughout the year. Impossible not to witness even just the frustration and the anger that I was feeling so deep in my core that I was not getting things done that I wanted to get done. As I'm in the middle of a lunch. And I've barely talked about the mastermind, which, of course, I'm so grateful to already have four amazing women inside. But I haven't talked about it on socials. I haven't done any of the things I wanted to do. And the amount of emotional discord that this has caused for me has been alarming and eye-opening. I realized a few things, one of which is that I do really well when things do really well. Who doesn't, right? And I have done a really phenomenal job in my life of batching and theming days and being mindful of my procrastination or my multitasking and all of these things have served really well to protect my energy. And I'm grateful for that. However, there is something a little bit more deep seated when it comes to the emotional response that I've had when I can't lean into the comfort of my planning and my scheduling. Now, granted, I have three kids, so life throwing me curveballs is normal, but not one that's been so extended like this. Like I mentioned, my kids have also been sick, so there's been hospital visits for my kids. There's been thinking people are fine and then getting a phone call that one of them threw up in their classroom. It has been wild and awakening, really awakening. I've also become wildly aware of social media intake and how I'm feeling a lot more comparison. And to be truthful, this isn't even fun to say, but when you are, and if you are as well, when you are a business coach, particularly when you serve people in business, if you are like me, incredibly full of integrity, it's very important for me that I practice what I preach. And I've really felt imposter syndrome over the past, I would say, month or so being sick because I'm not practicing what I preach. And of course I'm not. And so I'm having these weird dichotomous, like back and forth conversations of it makes sense that I'm not. It makes sense that I can't do these things, but why am I feeling this stuff? And what that's made me really aware of is that there are root emotions that I have healed to an extent, but not truly dug into. If that makes sense. I picture it. If you're really looking at like a garden, I have gotten so many weeds out. I've pulled so many weeds out of my own growth and my own awareness and my own understanding. And I have done so much work. And there's a few things sprouting recently that I thought I completely dug out. And I just missed them. I just missed them. And to be fully transparent, I haven't done all of my year in a review. I haven't done all that kind of stuff yet. But I also feel anxious about doing it. Because I cannot sit before you and tell you that 2023 was my favorite year ever. In fact, I feel like I could pretty confidently tell you I am not impressed (laughs) with this year. And this is not just strictly business. This is my personal life, too. You may know. Last year, we're traveling the majority of the year living nomadically. And that was such an incredible experience. And it was exhausting for a lot of reasons, but it was so good and it was so life-giving. And then we felt this really deep call to land. And so we bought a house in Texas and we live here now. And I've mentioned this before, but we're not happy. And we haven't been happy. And we're not quite sure what happens next. I wish I knew. I think that's why this podcast feels so vulnerable is because I'm not coming to you with, I did this deep dive and I know this about myself, or here are the things I learned over the year. Here's what I'm celebrating or the typical end of year podcast, right? I'm not telling you that I have any answers because I, quite frankly, I don't right now. And I think this sickness was just this big wake up call of you have to stop for a minute because I've never been the kind of person that fits into a box, which I'm proud of. And yet I continuously try to put myself in a damn box in certain ways. And so I, I have a lot to celebrate for 2023, of course. We built and bought our dream home. It's a gorgeous home. It's absolutely stunning. I'm still in awe of it every day. And then we moved into it, and it still hasn't felt right. And that's been interesting. I don't know if you've ever experienced that. But to have an idea of what your dream scenario is, quote unquote, dream scenario, and then to land there and look around and feel like, wait, I'm confused. (laughs) This isn't, it's not feeling the way that I thought it would. So that's been something we've been processing, just dealing with the busyness that it was this year of We started the year, January 1st, we were in London, getting on a flight to America. And then we traveled around a little bit in America the first couple of months. And then we came to Texas and we bought a house and we lived in a rental. And that was a very, like, almost 2023 has felt like limbo. This entire year, that's the best way I can put it. It has felt like limbo. Like, I have just lived in limbo. You've also probably heard me talk about, within my business, I started this year feeling really grossed out by the industry, like really, and broken by it and feeling, I don't know if I really belong here. And I've always felt that because I am a therapist and I take that really seriously. That's not a role I'm ever going to let go of, but I'm also incredibly good at business and have been a business owner for quite a while and over a decade. And I love what I do as a business coach, but I don't find myself to be that traditional business coach, and so where I see some people doing things, I just I have very strong disagreements with what I see. And you've probably heard me talk about a lot of not so great investments this year, hiring coaches and investing in things that I felt would be really supportive to me, only to find out they were just like everything else that I've been in, where the over delivery is down, the promises are broken, the Relationship piece doesn't seem important to people, just in general, and so I did this big revamp over the summer of really a head to head with myself of do I stay in this industry? I was literally thinking of just going a completely different direction. I knew I still wanted to own businesses. I love being an entrepreneur, but not knowing what I wanted to do, so I had this big kind of no i can i can, i want to fix this problem, I want to change this I want to continue to offer things that are really different and just stand in my own, which I'm grateful for but also limbo. It's felt like limbo. I'm still figuring out what this next era looks like. I also hit a million dollars this year. I've I've made a million dollars in less than four years in business. That's a huge achievement. And I'm so happy. It's such a weird year. It's such a weird year for me. I bought my dream car. I named it Millie because I knew I'd make a million dollars this year. I built and bought my dream home with my husband and my kids. But we hate it. All of us. We furnished the home with the most beautiful furniture. I mean, it's literally a dream. We had designers come in and do all this immaculate design work all over the house. And it's not, it doesn't feel right. I've revamped so much of my business. And I'm not going to say my business doesn't feel right, but there's still something tugging on my heart and I don't know what it is. And it feels, I feel so naked, literally naked right now sharing this because the imposter syndrome hits in of, can I be a good leader if I don't know what the fuck I'm doing right now? And the logical side of me knows yes, absolutely. Because the likelihood that you have or do feel exactly what I'm feeling right now is pretty high. (laughs) And it had me thinking, I was thinking before I started recording, just in general about what I wanted to say. And I had this thought. The most peculiar form of human behavior is doing the same thing over and over again, even though you know it's not serving you or avoiding doing something when it hurts you. Right? When we know that eating right or moving our bodies is going to take care of us, it's going to make us feel good, but but we avoid it, that's something that's hurting us. Right? Or doing the same thing over and over again. And that's where I feel like I'm landing at the end of this year is like, there's so much that wants me to keep moving. And then there's an even deeper soul call of just stop for a second because you don't want to go the wrong direction, because you don't want to be following the wrong map. And that's where I land today. I land vulnerably to say, I am figuring it out. (laughs) So I made a few changes that have been wild for me, for sure. I think I was recognizing as I was feeling this inner call to like take a minute and just pull back, which maybe you have seen, I've done a little pulling back this year, quite quite a bit more than I have in other years, but not, not to an extent where it created actual space for me. It was more, I'm going to pull back on offering this thing so I can create this other thing. So I was like, I was swapping. And this call has been, no, no, not to swap, but to literally reset. And when you've owned a business for a while and you have the sort of robust team that I have and pretty big client list of people that rely on you, when you have a business that has been running for this long and requires a lot, not a lot from me, which I'm grateful for, enough for me, I'm not working full time by any means. But I do have three kids. And I think for those who have children understand, I have a pretty small window of time to work in general. And so what I've created is a business that sustains itself with me being able to work a few hours a day and then have a few hours for taking care of myself and taking care of our home. And then the rest of the time with my kids. And it's still crazy. It's still crazy. I, I don't work 24 seven, but my life is still crazy. I have three children and. They're all in sports and there's volunteering at school and there's fucking spirit week every other day, I swear to God. It can feel never ending how much there is to do. And I feel like I have continued to maintain a business that requires only a few hours of me a day, which I'm so grateful for. But what the call has been is to give myself more time. And when I started to feel that call of needing more time, I realized that i was carrying a really deep pressure of if i take more time and it impacts my revenue then i can't pay my team members and i realized that the payroll and the bills that i had on a monthly basis inside my business full transparency i have an obm i have a creative director I have a podcast manager. I have a content manager. So I have four women who are actively working on my team or working within my company every single week. I've had contractors throughout the year. I had a Pinterest gal for a while who's no longer with us. But between the four gals that I had, I'm i shelling out about $6,000 a month to ensure that things are moving and grooving. And so what I realized was that the call was not just for me to step back, it was I needed to take that pressure off because it made me feel like I needed to keep going even when I didn't want to. And so one of the big changes that I made was cutting all of everybody's hours quite dramatically to give myself some space. So that was the first change that I made only about a week ago. And I didn't do it with as much intention as I wanted to. Again, obviously, I haven't had time to do a lot, but I wanted to give people notice and I was feeling it that it was a really important decision that I needed to make inside my business. And so I did that. And another thing that I did was I decided to stop recording for the podcast for the next couple of months. So we will be returning, this will be the final episode, and we'll be returning on March first. Just another thing I can take off of my agenda, if you will, and really be able to focus my intention inward like I said, I want to be able to look at my business, but I want to be able to look at my life and figure out what's next for us because it's not here. And so I don't know if it means that in the first couple of months of the year, we'll be selling this house. I don't know what it means, but I need time to figure it out. I need to figure out what's best for us right now in our life. And so, yeah, I'm pulling back from the podcast. I will be exiting social media, which I don't necessarily, same thing with that, like, practice what you preach. I'm sort of that like, batch, create, you want to have a presence. Obviously, if you need the time, you take the time. So I'm not a black and white here. But ultimately, I haven't really taken a lot of time away from social media. And primarily because it never really felt like it was taking too much from me until recently. Until recently, I started to feel like it was a little loud there, a little noisy for me. And so at right now, and this could change, but right now I am going to be off of social media the entire month of January, um, where you will still find me because I won't have podcasts and I won't have social media where you will still find me is in my email. And I intend to write a little bit more. I intend to not a set day of week that you get it, but just give myself an invitation to write what comes to heart and what comes to mind as I'm in this process. So if you want to be a part of that, if you want to read the musings of Ash McDonald, of course, you want to get on the email list if you're not already on it. And essentially, my only responsibility, the only thing I will be continuing to pour into in the new year and for the first few months of the new year for basically the first quarter is what I'm doing. I'm not taking a traditional sabbatical, if you will, I'm not completely exiting work, but I am, I'm bringing it down by 75%, (laughs) essentially, maybe 50 50 to 75% depending on the week. My big CEO mastermind comes to a close at the end of this year. My mini mind already came to a close. I have no other programs running. So my full intention and heart will go towards the Empire Society, my membership, which I love so deeply. My Redefined mastermind. So just the six women that I will be pouring into in the Redefined mastermind. And then the few, I have four one-to-one clients that are on long-term contracts that I've been working with for a while. So That will be my entire investment of work. I'm going to be mindfully not creating, which is going to be hard, I'm sure. And I'm not making that promise, but that's the intention is just to pull back. I have a stack of books I've been wanting to read. I have things I've been wanting to pour into. And it's not that I haven't really had the time. It's that I just haven't had the mental capacity and I'm creating that for myself. And it feels... It feels messy right now because I don't really know what's going to happen. But as I mentioned, the most peculiar form of human behavior is to do the same thing over and over again, even though it's not serving you. And right now, something is not serving me. And I'm not for sure what it is, but I'm incredibly invested in figuring it out. And that's where I land. (laughs) It feels, um, I feel like I'm going to cry. I feel scared. Yeah, I feel a little scared. Because you know, it was already a pretty big decision to do the things that I did within my team. It felt scary. I I obviously didn't want to lose anybody. I love the women on my team. They're extraordinary. Like, it's a beautiful group of women. But I need to do this for myself and for my family. And I need to do this for the people I know I'm put on this earth to serve. And I think I just wanted to share it, one, because I believe in living a shamelessly ambitious life. And I've always been a highly ambitious woman who has really big fucking goals and dreams. I'm going to be shameless in that pursuit. And right now, it's not the bold, courageous, knock your socks off, I'm fucking killing it situation, although I am celebrating a lot of beautiful things. It's more of the raw, real, like what we all experience as entrepreneurs is the moments of what's next? And what does that look like? And what do I want it to look like? And I think I have made investments this year to get that sort of support to have somebody help me to figure that out. And everything has been so strategic business focused, which isn't bad. I I say that a 1000 times, it's not bad but that's not what I need. And it's probably why I created Redefine. We always create the kind of medicine that we need most. I think, honestly, I think I had a mentor once say to me that the medicine we need most is the medicine that we give out. And it really hit home for me. I know I've shared that on this podcast before because it's just such truth. And in all the investments that I have made, it's been this, what can we do next? And what, what can we create? How can we make you more money? And I've zoned out my voice to do that because they were making me feel like I needed to fix something that that was the problem that I was feeling off because I didn't have the right next thing. And I think my voice just finally through this sickness got loud enough to say, that's not the problem. It's it. There's a root here that I need to dig into and I need to spend days and weeks just listening to myself and quieting the noise and serving the women who are in my world right now and and that's it like that's it so my membership the gals in my membership I have the most incredible women inside my membership um the the current gals in redefine and maybe the two more that I'm calling in and my private clients who I adore deeply so that's where we're at. The naked raw truth of who knows, man, I'm anxious to see like March one coming back on the podcast is probably not the first that is the Tuesday that will launch an episode. But I think things are about to really change. And I'm excited, but I'm nervous. It's like that when you step off onto the bridge, and you know that what's on the other side is so magnificent, but you have to first teeter across this unbalanced... Not super secure. I'm picturing we did these really incredible adventures in Costa Rica when we lived there. And there were these like, they're like cloud bridges essentially. You're so high up in the air, you're above all the trees, and it is wild. And it feels like that. Like I'm up there and I've been trying to navigate it while listening to a lot of different things, which I think sometimes I feel a little like shame around, if I'm being honest. (laughs) I don't know why I thought that was what I needed but I didn't. I needed to just listen to me. And now I'm making all these decisions that feel scary and they feel wild (laughs) because I know this is what I need, but I have no idea what's on the other side. I have no idea who I've become at the end of this. I have no idea if this is going to feel really good or it's going to make me sick. (laughs) I just I don't know where I'm going to be living. I don't know where my family will be. I don't know what's next. So, This episode either deeply served you and gave you a permission slip, or maybe just reminded you of a time when you tuned into yourself, or maybe allowed you to see that you're not tuning into yourself, or you were like, what the hell? (laughs) Either way, I love you. And I am so grateful for every single person who tunes into this podcast. Really, I'm endlessly grateful. This is such a cool platform, and I love it. And I can't wait to be back but I am, I'm going to take off a couple months. So I will see you in March. If you want to stay tuned in to what's happening in my world, the raw behind the scenes, make sure you're on my email list. We'll make sure that is in the show notes. And yeah, that's about where you'll find me. Another reminder, if you do want my end of year protocol, even though I haven't done it yet either. Go ahead and DM me the words new year and I will make sure it gets sent to you. I will still be on socials through the end of the year. A few more days you can send that to me and I'll be able to respond to you, or you can shoot it to my email as well if you want to. And that's it. From one very sick, (laughs) as you can hear in my voice and pretty much everything, sick, but wildly empowered, terrified, excited, overwhelmed woman to another the end of 2023 is here and we're all going into 2024 and i'm believing it will be extraordinary because every year gets to be extraordinary when we allow it to be and that's that happy holidays my friend and happy new year i'll see you in march